Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. I'm glad that you're having a good time in California. You know who's not having a good time in California is Britney Spears. Because she... I, um, I feel like I've been watching her kind of unravel a little bit over the years, obviously. Um, and then lately... Um, I don't think that she should be, I mean, I don't want her to be like in jail, but people are like, look at her. She's living her best life. She's free. She's completely, her mind has been fragmented forever. She's never going to be normal again, which like, isn't her fault. Yeah. I Uh, I understand. I feel like she was, she was horrifically abused by an industry that, you know, kind of eats people alive, especially like young women. Um, yeah, and I but, mean, a lot of her stuff still clears Christina. Oh, 100%. She's the GOAT. <laughs> like, she's the GOAT. No, I, I, like, I, I can't call her the GOAT. I would say, I feel like Mariah Carey might... I feel like Mariah Carey might take that, it because you combine her star power with the fact that she, like, literally is one of the greatest singers of all time in an objective way. Fair. You know, I mean, Fair, but sh- cause, but- now, I'm not a stan, you know what I mean? So don't go quizzing me. Mm-hmm. I know the All I Want for Christmas song. I know the one about Eminem. Um, and then the one. Dude, it's the, awesome that he. The, that, the one that where. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. I know the one where <laughs> ODB got thrown on the remix and he was yeah. so um, intoxicated the whole time that Pharrell had to splice. Like hours basically of him just like wailing into yeah. the mic and then just turn it into a verse by like finding stuff that rhymed. Yeah, he, yeah. And then it became like, like probably his, that's probably one of the only sources his family has of his like residual income <laughs> oh, like, ro- now because the rest yeah, he royalties. like, he would like probably like bet his masters like in like card games, you know? <laughs> a dice game? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I uh, it was like watching the Britney Spears thing is like, it makes me like obviously it's sad, but there's also this aspect to it of like I feel like there's more eyes on Hollywood and the entertainment industry now because of like like Me Too, but then just like like people know like the Brian Singer thing. We all know that shit's goofy there, but I feel like those guys like up until like 2010. Like, he was free reign for those psychos. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, all of, like, Lindsay Lohan and a lot of them, like, they, like, those, like, those guys were just able to just do the worst things a human can do to another human being. And it was, like, a part of those, like, hey, you want to make it in Hollywood? You got to get tortured, basically. Like, it's, you know, it's basically just torture is what it is. And you're like, oh, I want to be a Disney kid. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to have to we're going to fuck you up. Like, it's going to be super bad. I don't think you understand. And you're like, I want to, I want to hang out with Ryan Seacrest. And they're like, all right, I get, you know, um, yeah, it's crazy that Scientology uh, isn't the, the worst thing to ever happen to Hollywood. (laughs) It's like, it's like in the top three, but it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's funny that those guys, I was trying to explain this to a friend of mine, who the Scientology used to have a big headquarters in Austin. We were talking about this and I was like, yeah, like they've got shooters like for real. And he was like, no, like they, it's like the Catholic church, man. Like they don't get, and I was like, no dude, those motherfuckers have people who are ready to go to jail. Like if you, if you get on like the news and you're like, 
Hey man, this is this is a straight up cult. They fuck people out of their money. They abuse people physically, mentally, and emotionally. They have their own intelligence service. I forget what it's called, ISS or ISI, something like that. They have their own, like Disney. Like they have their own, like their own Pentagon, basically. And they have guys who don't got a lot going on in their lives, and they also don't have enough money to become like Super Saiyan level, whatever the fuck. So they're just basically they're shooters. Like they'll fucking poison your dog, you know. He's like, really? You know, he's like, I just thought they were like a weird cult in Hollywood. I was like, no, dude, those motherfuckers are packing heat. No, yeah, the, like, d- the will... David Miscavige stuff is pretty interesting. I forget which documentary I watched on it. I think it was on HBO, but uh, no, I think it was on YouTube actually. But pretty good. I've 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 seen a whole bunch of them, and like I, uh, this is like this is me being like arrogant and like being like i would never fall for anything like that because i remember in one of the documentaries david miscavige is like five three or five four something and there's like a there's this guy he's like a bigger dude and and he was like david miscavige he he beat me up in front of everybody like he took me to, to this to this place and he 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 punched me and kicked me in my head and i was like Dude, I would whoop that little motherfucker's ass. <laughs> I, I would step on his body and his bones until they sort of turned to, like, mush. Like, I would not let him beat me up. But that's me being like, no, I would never be in a cult. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Like, people who join cults, like, you let weird shit happen to you because it's, like, a part of it or whatever. Plus, his wife has been gone for, like, I think coming up on 20 years. Like, she just went to the store for printer paper or something. And he's like, nah, she's working out. She's doing yoga um, and Big Sur. Oh, and she's went to Humboldt County to handle some business. It's very important. I see her. <laughs> when people ask him about it, he's like, I see my wife every month. And they're like, okay, well, like, can you can you show her <laughs> to us? And he's like, nah, she's very private. <laughs> she's a very private lady. That's who I'm trying to be, just uh, like low-key. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a, trying to be so low-key that your wife might be dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like me and hey, my man, wife where's are Eden been? Like, she doesn't even... <laughs> I don't. I only buy groceries for one person because my wife is so low key. <laughs> she don't even eat food like that. Yeah, I she, buy she airplane tickets for shit. two. She's a forager. Yeah, I buy airplane tickets for two people on vacation, and then I just go by myself because she got sick. She got. She got. She gets sick every time I try to go anywhere with her. Yeah, my wife loves me so much that she don't even want to be seen with me. Yeah, she I'm don't like, want, hey, bro, she don't want like anybody to realize that I could be seen with a woman. And then they want to, they get jealous, you know? Right. Like, next time you come up to shoot the sketch and it's like, I'm like, hey, man, where's Eden? And you're like, she likes to move silently, bro. And I don't think you understand, like, how silent that she likes to move. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she, like, we're real low key. Like, she doesn't talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, she. <laughs> A divorced yeah, guy yeah. who, like, it doesn't want to nah, accept like, it. <laughs> like, we keep our distance, you know? Like, maybe I'll come yeah, get yeah. the kids on weekends. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like for the most part, like we just we stay in our own lanes, but we're still together. My wife doesn't. My wife doesn't want me to know her next move. Like she's moving <laughs> out of the house, and she doesn't want me to know like her next. Like, my wife keeps her circle small, and sometimes I'm not in that circle. Sometimes I'm not I understand. <laughs> it's about this. Yeah, about like, making money. Yeah, it's about yeah. She likes to make my money. Like, she likes to get a lot of the money that I earn. Uh, it's called alimony, but that's, like, she's investing it for, like, not really for me, but, you know, it's, like, for our kids, kind of. She doesn't really... It's, like, yeah, she garnishes like, my wages, but, 
Like a garnish ain't even the but main I, course. Why would I worry about that shit? I'm low key. Right, right. Cause she's a, she's the whole snack. And yeah, yeah. Like and, like yeah, a yeah. garnish. What you want? Some kale. You want some parsley on your steak, bro? Yeah. I, you need to get like us, where she lives in a different house that I pay for. Yeah. Um, My kids are low key, soul- so like I'll send them money sometimes, but I don't I don't want them to feel like they need to see me all the time. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't like, want them to feel obligated they, to for me to come visit them because I don't want that pressure. They love, yeah, like that. My kids, like, like they get, um, they really love her Zumba instructor, and he just like he's so like he likes to talk a little louder. Like I move, I move like real, real slow and low key and in silence, and he's just kind of like a loud mouth, you know. Um, but I respect him. I respect his hustle, you know. And not everybody can move like me. And Thomas, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, I, I had to go away for a while because I got addicted to staying low-key. <laughs> and basically the hustle was creeping up on me, and I found myself hustling pretty much every day. Like, I, I was getting money at work. I was stacking bands, like, yeah. while my, during my kids' dance recitals and stuff. And, like, yeah, every yeah, morning yeah. before I even had my coffee, I had to get money. Yeah, I had to low key rip. (laughs) I had to really silently low key rip copper out of a housing development um, in East Austin. Uh, Yo, I I think and that type. (laughs) I recently had to go to therapy for expanding my horizons because I was doing that shit too fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was moving too quickly. Like I, I went, I, I made my circle super, super small. Basically, like. Some people call it burning bridges and like hitting rock bottom, but basically, I just made my circle where it's just me and a couple of guys that I hang out with at the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, it's and, like, and, and sometimes the smaller your circle, the bigger the squares. Right, exactly, because they want to get in the circle. Yeah. They're they're always, dude. I got people that text me every day. They're like, dude, I'm so worried about you, and I'm like, you need to worry about your money. And they're like, you owe me money, and I'm like, that's your opinion. That's your perspective. It's like, on the issue. it's like you think. Warren Buffett paid his rent in his 40s? Yeah, hell no. Uh, Warren Buffett gets his rent paid by Nah, because Warren Buffett, <laughs> he, fucking, he's got the same problem as me. He's addicted to making money and staying low-key and minding his fucking business and staying unbothered yeah. and moisturized. <laughs> I've been un- um, unbothered and moisturized a lot lately. That's why you don't see me with my kids no more. It's yeah, I got like, kind of a sheen. I noticed they were they was bothering me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got kind of like a, I got kind of like a glow to me. I know you guys say it's sweat. It's just sweat from with acute alcohol withdrawal, but it's like me. That's my glow, and you guys are trying to like take my glow and my shine, which like I respect because like a real hustler like me, who has to have six beers to just get to uh, sleep. Like, cause I hustle and grind so hard. I have to, I have to smoke heroin. That's how hard you're not working is you think I'm a heroin addict. It's because you can, you can just, you lay your little head on your pillow. Cause you don't work that hard. Yeah. Me, I work fucking 18 hours a day trying to fucking hustle and grind old ladies out of their fucking retirement money. And, and you're just, you work your job. You work your tech sales job. Yeah. That's why my daughter got that, FAS flexing always syndrome. <laughs> it's like a very stoic Indian doctor is like a Mr. White you. Your daughter she has I can't do I'm doing Russian right now. Uh a Russian Russian doctor. Your daughter has fetal alcohol syndrome and you're like 
flexing always syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, fully no, automatic yeah. syndrome. <laughs> I don't I, I don't think that you understand the gravity situation. You your wife drank you drove your wife to drinking during pregnancy and she now has your daughter has fetal alcohol. She's the life expectancy. We've gotten it pretty high. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because y'all hustle on that shit. Yeah, grind, I bet you, make you them, do. You make them kids live long as hell. Listen, it's not a full life, is what I'm saying. You're gonna have to care for her. Wait, nah, she's gonna me, have to get it out. Told me mud. my daughter got feeling amazing syndrome because I think I got that too. Because I feel great you're right telling now. Me my, <laughs> you're telling me my daughter was sipping henny in the womb. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I think my daughter. <laughs> I think my daughter got John syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> I she, yeah. I think, man, is. Do you think my daughter's birth complications were due to her father maybe rocking fits the whole time her mom was pregnant? Uh, I I would say that that your daughter's neurological disorders primarily were caused by your, um the level of lead in your blood uh, from f- probably from meth and moonshine and then your wife's alcohol consumption. So you're saying my daughter was smoking that shit and sipping that henny? Yeah, that's she yeah, a real yeah, skrilla. Yeah. yeah, she don't fuck around and she's in the streets already. Yeah, I mean I left like, her out there. I don't I don't know what to tell you. We we thought uh we thought about having an at-home birth but the trap was too bust, you know what I mean? <laughs> There was too much money flowing yeah, through, through there. I was afraid I was going to get distracted and start stacking it in the middle of the birth. My my mom, my baby mama, she gave birth in a kiddie pool out in the backyard yeah. because I was too busy hustling. Oh, my bad. Uh, I'm in the waiting room for the uh, maternity ward. Y'all got a place I can stack money and count it and count up and, and roll up rubber bands and count thousands of dollars. <laughs> Talking to the to the NICU nurse, like, hey, hey, I know y'all got hella sick babies in here. I'm just trying to find a place to put my money machine. Yeah, I know y'all I'm got S-boxes and shit, but I'm trying to stack up fucking money and count how much paper I got. Can I move this oxygen machine to put my money counter in here? Yo, can you just, can you put this birth on my tab? I got hella babies coming in this month, so I'm going to just pay at the end of the month. Yeah, I've been busting raw, like, a lot. Like, it just basically, like, just kind of, like, once a day. See, my really circle is so small, I pay for my homeboy to have a baby. <laughs> I pay for his kid to be born. I got them a big-ass room, my, too. He fucking my wife. It's kind of he like He's my homeboy, though. So I let him hit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're so close. It's like, it don't matter what he does to me emotionally. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't call me. He doesn't consider me a friend. Actually, he, he doesn't want me to come within 500 yards of my ex-wife, but... That's because like like I'm grinding and she's grinding. You feel me? And so like that's yeah. Just I hope my wife go. starts going to uh, to CrossFit classes more because I like it when she's gone all the time because it gives me more time to count up. Like you know how long it takes to count to count fifteen hundred dollars every month, and that's just for rent. You know how- and that's just for rent utilities and my car payment. Yeah, you know how long it takes to count 22 Xanax? It, it takes me like two and a half hours, sometimes yeah. three. Sometimes I measure my uh, TV and I try and multiply it and make it bigger. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to be manifestizing it. Like a lot of people, when I, manif- I manifestize a big house. Now, I didn't get one. Now, my wife, she got one. I don't live in it, though. I live in a studio apartment, but I kind of needed to get set back. You know what I mean? Because I got too comfortable. 
I got too comfortable, and now I live alone in Echo Park yeah. by myself. I remember whenever I first manifested having a 35-inch TV, people said, you will never have that. They say you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't get that for one hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> and then now look at me. Now I go to Best Buy on Black Ass Friday, and I get them. Deals. I get the deals I gotta get. You see yeah, me hustling. Yeah, yeah. I bought a fucking pair of Bluetooth headphones for my from my daughter's friend. Twenty five dollars, yeah. and it's got yeah, a kitty cat got, on it. I got a Best Buy gift card, thirty three percent APR. Yeah. It's not. I bought a I bought a pair of a Beats from my daughter's boyfriend. You don't see you doing that. I bought a gaming yeah, the keyboard from my from my from my daughter's boyfriend. Who else does so that? You try- <laughs> I bought my daughter a so pencil AP- case. So APR that means annual player rate, and the higher it is, the better the yeah. player. Uh, no, no, sir. That um, you want to gen- generally keep your any any sort of like. Um, Accrued interest low. I got me a credit score. I got me a base model Challenger 2014. I'm paying only $92,000 for that thing. (laughs) And that should look like Bumblebee if it was all black. Yeah, hey, look, I got a 2017 base model Altima, $540 a month. Yeah, I (laughs) got me. They said, they said, you will never have a 98 Crown Vic with 700,000 miles on it that don't run. I got that shit with the APR. It was only like fifteen grand. Mm-hmm. Like I make deals, and and honestly, what I'm probably finna do is with my crown, because I'm also like I'm waiting on my uh, my granddaddy to pass away so I can get his old ass Lincoln, and then I'm gonna get mm-hmm. both of them, both of them, and what I'm probably gonna do is turn them both into fucking slabs. And yeah, and I'm gonna put spinners on them because once I get once my baby mama get her tax return back. I'm gonna combine her with mine because I'm getting like thirteen dollars. She's getting like thirteen hundred. <laughs> so combine them, yeah. get some spinners. I was gonna finish start a TV show. I was gonna call them Poppy's Spinner Wheels Extravaganza. <laughs> We're gonna put that shit on probably Fox, probably CNN. Get PBS. all over the news. Get people pissed off. Say they never CBS. seen a white. They say white boys can't have that much swag and be that rich. Stack that much paper, get that much money, be that swagged out. White boys can't get a twelve hundred dollar tax return. It's not possible. Yeah, yeah. They never seen <laughs> they a white. Never they never seen risk. a white boy work at a warehouse for three years. They never seen off. a white boy owe the IRS eleven hundred dollars. They never seen Only a white boy who's got who's actually got five days to pay the IRS off right now, <laughs> and just remembered that. Yeah, they yeah. never they seen never a white, seen a white boy, <laughs> They never seen a white boy put a put um, an IRS debt on a payment plan and then wait till the two days before <laughs> it's due the whole amount. Actually, actually, I paid one dollar. I paid one dollar of it. That's so awesome. And then I they was never like, seen a white and boy. then I remembered I'm actually going to pay the rest because I can't just go to jail or anything. I'm just, <laughs> just have to have to pay it. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny too, um, that that are those articles are floating around. Which I know it's just clickbait, but like I love the click. Clicking uh, goes hard as fuck. Clicking is so awesome. The articles it was like, so the Supreme Court knocked down the student loan relief plan. Here are five steps to pay off your student loans. Step one, get a payment plan. Some payment plans can be as low as four hundred dollars a month. 
Step two, uh, die. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that th- can't th- be think, transferred. <laughs> I, I honestly think more people should put their student loans in their parents or in their like, grandparents' names. Yeah, if if um, the, if, the, if they're cool with it, I would do that shit for my grandkids. For sure, like I I if I yeah, because if they like, die, it like, goes away. Not that you ever hope for them to die. Hopefully, they keep living, and then you just, you know, maybe you have to pay it off for a little bit. But you know, but because I mean, if you've got like, I mean, you know, if you've got over a certain amount, it doesn't even make sense to pay it past a certain. Point. No, I've got about fifty two, and that's like. I, I know people would wave. Yeah, that. like that that is a crazy amount. Don't get me wrong. Like that is awful. But mm-hmm. in terms of how many people, like I know people with like a hundred and eighty. Yeah, because like yeah. people will. I, it, there's people who are really smart. You know, like they didn't come from money, so they were able to like eventually do law school and stuff. But it's like all that stuff is so competitive. You're, you yeah, know, yeah. There are smart kids whose parents are millionaires. Like if you're a smart kid that's poor. It's kind of like congratulations, like get that. But the thing about my is like I got a, I got a graduate school degree that doesn't. I'm just not going to pay it. Like I've talked about this in length on here. Like I, um, it's a, it's. I forget that people want to like own a, a home, like they plan on it. So I have like a friends who are like, yeah, man, like me and my wife, you know, um, I saved up so much money, man. I I, I went to the bank and they were like, you got. You got to pay this, this student loan stuff off, brother. Like it's it's not looking good. You got about eighty grand. I know law school is expensive, but you need to pay it down. And I'm like, well, why don't you just like not pay it? And they're like, oh, I want to own my own house. And I'm like, oh, oh, I just accepted that. That's like not a, a possibility. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like okay, I might own a house someday. Buy all of my family and everyone I know dying. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's assuming yeah yeah that's assuming that like half of my siblings have died also which i don't yeah, want to yeah, happen yeah. like there's just my family's so big it's like i think everybody's just gonna get like a, a box of donuts or something you a know Chili's I mean? gift card yeah like a like an old weed eater you know i i think it maybe somebody gets like <laughs> i mean i'm sure there will be like a little bit of money involved but it's Your like, dad just leaves you a tr- he leaves you a transmission for the C10, but you have to put it in the. And I already sold the C10. The yeah, <laughs> this, I have to go track down another one. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's weird to think about. Now it is. I do. I am starting to understand how people afford things as they get older, and it's like for a sure, lot of it's yeah. like, well, you're older. Like when yeah. you're in your sixties you're going to probably be objectively in a better financial position than you were 20 years right. before just because you've been working longer and there's like annoying ass mm-hmm. debts you don't have you don't have to raise kids anymore usually right 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 but also at the uh, same time it's like disheartening seeing like like I have family members who you know are older and they're still like well fuck you know like I have a great mm-hmm. aunt who's like 92 or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like okay social security does run out after a while what do you do you know stuff like that well i it was like when when my dad died i didn't you know i didn't get anything yeah uh, and I, I remember uh i have a very very well-meaning but clueless friend and he was like oh you know like 
silver lining, man. Like, you know, get that life insurance policy, and you know, I'm sure he gave you something in inheritance. I'm sure it wasn't a lot. And I was like, no, life insurance policy is null and void with the manner of death. And uh, you know, he was like, oh damn, well, you know, did you leave, he leave you a couple bones, maybe? You know, like, a couple. And I was like, no, my dad had like twenty dollars in his checking account when he died. I was like, oh, it was all in savings, and I'm like. Mm-mm. My dad worked. Yeah, my dad I mean, was generally, one of those <laughs> I'll say this: anybody who's got twenty dollars in their checkings and more than twenty dollars in their savings is stupid. Because if you've got, look, yeah, either yeah, transfer yeah. some money over or just because if I've got twenty dollars in checking, I don't care if I don't have another bill hitting for a month. I'm just gonna go ahead and I don't care if I get Move paid the money. next. Yeah, I don't care yeah, if I get yeah. paid. In ten hours, I'm just gonna go ahead and move some some money over, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. But I have I, ha- I have been there before where I've been super broke and I've had I've had a savings account since I was probably eighteen, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember I remember at one point having like thirty dollars in each. Like that was yeah. like I was like you know what yeah. I got sixty bucks I'm gonna move half. <laughs> To the savings account and start a new life for myself. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, I'm actually only only gonna get uh, two grams of weed and then three gallons of gas <laughs> this week. Yeah, and then yeah. the rest is going to wealth building. That's my retirement fund. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my mom is like she has a life insurance policy on herself, but there's 16 years between her and I, and so she's always like, you know, you and your brother, you know. Y'all are, y'all are gonna have to figure it out. But when I go to be with the Lord, <clears throat> you're gonna, <clears throat> y'all are gonna be okay. You know, it's gonna be all right. And I'm like, Mom, <clears throat> when you're 76, I'll be 60. If I need you to die by the time I'm 60, I fucked my life. <laughs> like I did something wrong for a very, very long. If I'm like 60 and I'm like, all right, Ma, we don't, we don't need the home. We can just. We can just go to the house, right? Like, we don't need to put you anywhere. We can, hey, did you eat today? It's all right if you didn't, you know? <laughs> like, if I'm doing that type of shit, like, yeah. easing her out the door, then I have royally fucked my life up. My brother, you know, she, there's, like, 25, 26 years between two of them. But me, it's like, it's, you know, it. like, I might go before. It's, you know, it would be tragic, but it wouldn't be weird if at 62 my body just gave out and she was, like, 78 or yeah i i think i honestly think your body's gonna repair itself for the most part <laughs> i honestly think yeah your body's gonna get stronger you know as you No, no 50. i mean i mean like just by not doing cocaine and dilaudid for like 40 years i think your body's <laughs> gonna figure it out eventually no yeah i mean i, I can already feel but like i see pictures of myself from that yeah. era and i feel like i look younger Dude, now there was a time in which we were <laughs> like a combined 500 pounds which is so funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good time to do the show. And we didn't even I mean, know each other either. It was just like every episode would just be us p- pushing a couch to its absolute limits. And the breathing is like, <sighs> I got. Dude, ever- I, I've gotten very self-conscious about my how loud I breathe in the last week or so because I'll be in the car with Eden's family. Oh yeah, and the, and I'll just be, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I might try and get the. I want to look into it and see how much it is, but they've got. While I still have health insurance for a little while, I kind of want to try and get. 
my nostrils fixed to where I can breathe through them normally. But mm-hmm. I might not. Yeah, I, I might just. It, what's probably going to happen is I'm going to talk about it for a few months, and then in about about thirty years, I'm going to say, you know, before I had you kids, I was yeah. going to get my damn nose fixed. But then it, I didn't because I had kids six years later, and you know, I you guys ruined everything. No, there there had, was a window of time that I had. You know, uh. I had a I had a baseball coach who one time was just he was telling this uh this story about like he uh back when he was a professional golfer cuz he he was um and like how much fun he had out there and like just touring and just killing it and mm-hmm. uh I, his son was uh also like on our team or whatever and he was like when did you stop doing that of course he was he was yeah. like when you were born you pretty much ruined all that for me i was touring the country <laughs> yeah. i was you know wasn't taking life too seriously i was drinking all the time playing golf i was killing it Lip, making it was so ha- much money i was so happy dude. and then you know and i mean he was like you ruined my sex life that disappeared you know <laughs> but you know i mean i now i'm a you know i'm a baseball coach at peaster high school so we all yeah. have our Anyway, I, uh, he's a fun guy. My bu- my buddy, no, his dad ended up doing all right for himself in construction. Like he had his own, he had his own construction company. But we, I was friends with him. He was the only friend I had that had an in ground pool. So we all, obviously, we all hung out over there, and and, uh, and he fucking, um, his dad would like get drunk and just try to like very much one of those dudes that like college was awesome for him, high mm-hmm. school was awesome, and uh, and. We were like 15, 16, 17, you know, in that realm. And he would like knock back like 10 Bud Lights. And, you know, he'd be like, so y'all like, y'all are out there getting pussy still. Because when I was always, I was knee deep in pussy. And we're like, um, mostly what we do is uh, we smoke weed in your garage uh, with um, money that you gave your son. And then when you come home, we pretend we didn't do that. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. um, a similar, similar situation, my buddy was like, uh, he was talking about how, like, you know, he was, like, varsity baseball high school, you know, like, hell of a shortstop in college. And uh, one of the other, he was like, oh, did you, ever, did you ever make it to the major leagues? And he was like, hey, man, I'll tell you a story about that. Rangers are knocking at my fucking door, boy. It was the best fucking shortstop AUT ever fucking saw, Okay. And I, I could hit too. I wasn't, I wasn't always knocking dingers, but you know, you know, you get, get a double. I'm getting RBIs, blah 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 blah. And then I meet this, and, and he just kind of throws a casual, careless thumb <laughs> over his wife of like 30 years. I meet this bitch, and goddamn, you know, uh, I'm fucking. Well, I, I promise you this, I wasn't pulling out back in, and yeah, I kind of fucked everything up in the in the. I mean, you can't play Major League Baseball when you got a kid on the way, you know. And his, <laughs> my friend, his son is just like floating in the deep end, just like yeah, <laughs> cool. so awesome, cool. dude. <laughs> yeah, like to know that, like to see in your dad's eyes and to see the behavior of a grown man that likes to get drunk with teenagers and hang out. That like you caught to some degree, your dad's arrested development is your fault. Because yeah. your dad doesn't want to be a fifty-year-old man who owns a construction, who has a great life, He's right? Got a, but a but everybody, I mean, I think I think even if you didn't have dreams like that, if you have kids too young, sometimes you like, yeah, like your mom doesn't seem like that. 
but no, I was literally just about to say I think I might be the exception to the rule because I asked I've asked my dad and my mom. My mom had me like sixteen, like turned seventeen a month later, and uh, it's fine. I don't ever use that shit anyway. And uh, <laughs> and I like I, I like asked budgets left. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't, I don't. I <laughs> Whatever. He he was like, fuck this shit. Um, I was like, asked my dad. I was like, what did you want to do? You know, and he was like, I was working on a tugboat. I knocked your mom up. I wasn't really, you know, I wanted. He wanted to be a rock star, but like that, those dreams weren't like he was. They weren't on the way. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, he was a great guitar player. He had a cover band. They played Toadie's cover songs. They played Nirvana cover songs. They played Matchbox 20 cover songs, Metallica cover songs. And then he had like a, I think he had a metal band for like a couple months. And they, you know, they played around Houston. But it, it's not like he was signed. Nothing was happening. I asked my mom, which I got even less of an answer. I was like, what did you want to do? You know, like before I was born, she was like, well, I was a sophomore in high school. So I wanted to kind of just like graduate. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I kind of just wanted to like finish high school but then you know i had you and then i had to get my ged and i was like damn you didn't even have dreams yet like that's <laughs> it's a bizarre when i was 16 i was like i want to be an actor and i blah, blah 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 like you have a kid so young that you don't even have like a conception of a of a reality that's unattainable quite yet you know what i mean you're like i don't know i guess i just wanted to smoke weed and listen to white snake and you know go to algebra yeah but then you, you know, whatever. See, for me, my parents had me when they were 38, both of them. So. <laughs> yeah, you were the. So for them, yeah. it was like out of habit almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like, asked my mom, I was like, you know, like, well, what? You know, she was like, well, I mean, we'd had. Five, six you kids. Were the, you were the sixth kid, you know. Yeah. So, I mean. We figured I feel you'd, like you'd, the- She was like, we figured you'd probably be the last one and then. Gabriel came five years later when we were 42, <laughs> and I was like, man, yeah. Because I, f- I, I, like I remember my mom being like, hey, we're having one, one last kid, you know, but mm-hmm. she was like 41, and we were all like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, damn, you know, but it was, I mean, it was cool. She, I mean, she was, yeah. she was healthy. I think that played a big yeah. part in it. I think I think some, I think some women like, just um, like genetically can have kids for longer or just ha- like for don't, sure like don't get um, like it doesn't isn't so horrible on their bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah. was a horrible kid. I was horrible to have. I was I was a big old boy. So same. You know, it's nice to be the the reason your mother has. Uh, those uh, veins in the back of her calves, um, yeah. Just from just from being a big old turd coming out. Yeah, like a fat fuck. Yeah. I was, I think I was nine nine pounds nine ounces. My brother was nine pounds twelve ounces. My yeah, mom I was, I was, I like was around one. there too. Um, yeah, probably probably nine and a half. I don't know something like that, but it it's like <laughs> I also to like I I think I posted that on Twitter one time and Will was like. It's it. Will Sinnott was like, uh, shout out to Will. I think he was like, uh, if you'd have been my son, you'd have been a linebacker. I wouldn't let you do anything else. And I was like, it's kind of. I know my mom doesn't think that way, but it's like you have a you have a fat 
baby who grows to be I'm not a big guy, but I'm like me and my brother are both over six feet. It's like y'all didn't nothing. <laughs> Will is great because you can tell he was like raised to be an uncle. Yeah. Whereas, like he <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. he ever since I first <laughs> yeah. talked to him, it was like he was he was uh like an uncle who was it was like we were two uncles of a non-existent family is what right, it felt like yes, talking it, to him yeah. where he was like the the sports one where he you know where he like was just you know talking yeah. about shit and then uh-huh. you know Nate was talking about NASCAR and then yeah I don't I was just saying things about the wind or something like that and it was just like yeah. it was like You're being part CTE of uncle. I, yeah I imagine like being there was like you know if somebody could just have that Zoom call like looping in their mm-hmm. heads, it would be like being stuck at a, a horrible family reunion. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't, Good I guys. don't know what kind of uncle. Yeah, I, for sure, both of them listen to listen to their show. Yeah, Closer listen Look to, is a very good show. Listen, to, yeah, Closer Look's awesome. Uh, um, the latest I've season. Like, uh, you not to brag, but I have two lines in it, so. <laughs> Watch out for those. Hey, careful. Careful. Careful because oh, Hollywood Tom's back. He's doing VO work right now. Yeah, yeah. I've I've often thought that like because like I have like Ashley has nephews, so I have nephews, and and so I'm like, what uncle am I going to be? I'm not the sports uncle. Like I'm I'm really into mixed martial arts, I love UFC, you know. But it's not like it's not a, a well of enough established sport like football. So it's like there's the football uncle. You know, there's mm-hmm. the baseball. The baseball baseball uncle is like a an American quintessential guy to be. You know, I think I'm probably the gonna be the uncle that's like. You're like the rock oh, and roll uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the like the, oh like Uncle Jake is like you gotta like when when they catch their son smoking weed for the first time, it's like I fucking want. Hey, can you tell him to like not? And I'm gonna be like, hey, dude, you start smoking weed, and then six months later. You're doing fucking hospice medicine. You better cut that shit out. You want to end up like Uncle Jake? And they're like, well, you're doing pretty good for yourself, you know? And, and I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> I should have let my life fall apart more for longer. You know what I mean? Uh, assuming that, like, this trajectory, I don't know. I've actually taken quite a few L's in a short amount of time. So, I don't know. I was going to say this trajectory has been, but, I, you know, I took a, pretty, took a couple big ones this year. Um, it's okay. So it's all right. Sometimes you, you did get it, laid off pretty recently. I don't know if you remember that, but you, <laughs> you, lost, you lost your job. Right and your trip. health insurance. Yeah, your dad yeah. died too. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that slipped your mind. But yeah, he did yeah, pass yeah. Away. Um, it, it, pretty tragically too. I don't yeah. know if you forgot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, it, it like, kind of ruined your life for a while. Remember, <laughs> and it's still. <laughs> Still, obviously, you know, something Still, like that's nev- that never goes away. Never goes know? away. You're like the kind of guy who, like, you're like, oh, I don't like to let my friends get too comfortable because I want to see them grind harder. So, like, when my, my buddy, I got this buddy, Jake. Dude, he's been – he lost the weight. You know, he's working out. We got this show together. But every now and then I just like to be like, hey, remember that time your dad died tragically? Just to yeah, I'll just, just like keep- every time, like on every Friday – at midnight, whenever his direct deposit hits, I don't want him to feel too comfortable with that. So I'll just, I'll just like send him a picture whenever he was four hundred pounds. And I'll just say, hey, like you think yeah. you're cool now, but like you still got a lot of work to do. In a few years, I want you to look back at pictures of you now and say, I can't believe that was me at that time. I want you to get down to twenty five. I want you to get down to tw- twenty five pounds, and I want you to be six foot ten. 
<laughs> and you um, got to get the bone lengthening surgery for manlets, even though that you're like uh, of above average height. You just you gotta see. It, need to dude, get honestly, what I would get if I were to get one of those. I mean, I wouldn't get this. All right, but if right, I were to yeah, get right, a surgery right. like that, I wouldn't want to be taller. But I would want my arms to be a normal length because my arms are really short. And right. it's honestly annoying t- t- for doing <laughs> stuff sometimes because, like, I got to, like, sometimes bend down to reach into my pocket if I got deep pockets. Yeah. And it feels weird yeah. to do that as a grown man. I feel like I got the arms of, like, lengthwise of, like, a 16-year-old to where they're, like, almost there but not quite. And then the yeah, rest yeah. of my body is, like, kind of normal proportions. I don't know. It just bothers me. It's good for bench press but nothing else. There's that picture I when we were hanging out with Jacob at uh, Twin Peaks, and we all took the picture together. And there's, like, maybe only an inch or two discrepancy between the three of us. But, like, my arms are, like, by my knees, and my legs start, like, mid-torso. And, like, you, like, pointed out, you're, like, my legs start, like, my mid-thigh. <laughs> like, you just have, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, your legs start where, like, my knee almost starts or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You have, like, a very long torso. And then like the like your limbs are like it's it's very it's a very interesting build you got going. Dude, I'm it's, all it's arms fucked and up legs. for jeans because really like for jeans to really fit me, I need to wear like short fat guy jeans, even yes. though I'm not short or fat. Because yeah. I have something like a thirty four thirty fits me like perfectly, but that's, that's awesome. like <laughs> that that's a jean for like a slightly maybe Chubby, like a slightly like, chunky like five eight dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucked I'm up. At, I'm having to, to move into the, like, like, as I've been at, like, just, I guess, like, working out more and eating better or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm entering, I'm entering, like, the size of jeans where you're allowed to be made fun of again, but for a different reason. I used to be 38, 34, and that's mm-hmm. a very funny. Dude. That's a, you're, that's very funny. Dude, now, the 38 I mean, is such a dangerous size because you know if you hit 40... <laughs> it's game over, dude. It's, once you hit a 40 waist as a man, it's like, all right. Well, some, it's either it's either make a big change or it's over. Go either, the, In the yeah, next yeah, yeah. year, you've got to be either a 34 or a 50 waist Yeah, size. yeah, yeah. But I'm entering where it's 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 you can get mocked again, but from the other side. Like I'm entering 32, 34, 30, 34. Nice, nice. That's good. And it, yeah, well, it's like I feel I feel like thirty two waist is is optimal. It's fine. 30, 30 is like because eh, I'm like thirty in between thirty thirty. But like you're also you also you're not you're not built super wide. No, you know I mean I, mean, so I do I feel have like, I feel like for you that's probably a good size. But once you get sub thirty, is a dude. We man, sound like, like Red Scare right now. That's funny. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> dude, that would be really funny like, to pivot Honestly, to like if male. you could get down to like 170, I think that would be perfect for your build. Yeah, if you could have like a six, like six percent body fat year round, I think that'd be really good for you. I think you'd feel great. Uh, that man, I, I'm sh- no all the all the to me, Red Scare for guys is all the fitness podcasts by the dudes that True. are on test yeah. that that are like, yeah, bro. So it's like basically, I need to eat eight thousand calories a day. To like keep up with the weight, but like I feel disgusting and I hate myself. I, I love the 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 guy nutrition that's just like vibes based, to where they're like, <laughs> honestly, like I think I kind of feel better if I eat like a big block of butter in the morning, and then like I just read like poems, 
and then I'll just sort of run really fast, like at my neighbor's house yeah. and back. It's just a guy having a manic episode every time yeah, you see yeah. one of those. But well, they, the, act, the they one... act like they've unlocked like something Buddha couldn't discover by, well, the by diet, going on, it... like, I don't know. They seem like forum guys who got, like, I don't know. Who knows? No, it's what it is. It's like the, like, everything now is, like, in that world and in the other worlds, too, to some degree. Whatever world we inhabit is, like, if there's a trend that catches on, you hop on that trend as well to, to make content. And so the carnivore diet is like guys are like, yeah, I used to have like like big time like, you know, autoimmune stuff. And then I started eating three ribeyes a day and and that's just, just that's it, you know, and then some ground beef for dinner. And now I have diarrhea all the time and I feel sick constantly, but I don't get rashes anymore. Yeah, you guys know? who are like, like, it turns out I had celiac, so instead of <laughs> Being Brent. bloated, I'm giving myself colon cancer this year. <laughs> yeah. I love that Jordan Peterson did it because it's like, if a power lifter's doing it, I'm like, all right, well, he's kind of got to. And then Jordan Peterson was on, like, Rogan. He was like, I started doing the, the carnivore diet at your at your uh, suggestion. And uh, and I got to say, you know, I, I, I struggled with the anxiety. And then now I've been having... Two steaks in the morning and one in the evening, and now I still uh, cry often, but I feel more v- vitality. Is <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make I, sense it, it's, for it's him? It's weird because I, I mean, another thing about it that annoys me is like how good vegetables are when you get old. They're like so vegetables, awesome. Like once you get even okay at cooking, having like green beans and shit is is great. Dude, I wouldn't. Some, I wouldn't like, steamed. Go ahead. But like, uh, like, like you broccoli. Know, you, yeah, you get like some some Brussels sprouts, some whatever. Like if you cook it right, it's good. I and it doesn't. Well, it's I, not that filling either. It's like you can still eat a big steak. I don't think the I don't think the green beans are gonna do anything bad. You know what I mean? It's just common sense. Nobody's well, ever guys, been eating a vegetable and they're like, "This is what's holding me back." <laughs> those guys will like. Um, one of those dudes, Carnivore MD, is a, f- a fucking moron. Uh, he's like, uh, plants have defense mechanisms. When you eat the, when you eat broccoli, it's got a poison in it to make you sick, so you don't eat it. It causes inflammation. And his reasoning is, is that eating plants, some most vegetables uh, have like chemicals they release when you eat them, so you don't eat them anymore, which is like. When you yeah. eat like five pounds of ground beef, your body go- recoils in terror. Yeah, so that is <laughs> that is true with with broccoli and some of those that they do. It's harder to digest raw, but there's a process they've been working on um, <laughs> three thousand called, called fucking cooking your food. <laughs> that, as it turns out, helps with that. And yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's still new technology. People are just now starting to cook their food. <laughs> Some of them are digging holes and then maybe putting the food onto a stick and dangling it over the the pit. You know, they've also they've got different methods, but typically what we're seeing now in the carnivore community is a thing called cooking your food before you eat it. There's this crazy um, thing we, we had in the last, like, 150,000 years, too. It just hit the scene. Uh, it's called molars. Uh, they grind yeah. up fibrous material. I, they, it's 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 hot off the presses, so I don't know how everybody knows about these. 
but you have square, strong teeth in the back of your mouth. It's yeah. good for. Turns out you'll get a stomachache if you swallow a corn cob whole. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like shirtless in Walmart. And he's like, guys, 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 you really can't be eating a corn cob raw and whole. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know what these vegans are up to these days. It's crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I also think most fitness guys are not good at cooking with exceptions i think most of those bodybuilder guys do, are not like i see the meals they make and i'm like that's not good well you're not making good food like the meal prep shit that when they yeah. don't they like maybe they'll salt and pepper the chicken or do like garlic powder or whatever but it's like rice chicken broccoli and they like just put the same seasoning on all of it it's never it doesn't look good well, some of those guys take the like the Jay Cutler, Ronnie Coleman approach where it's like you don't want any salt when you're doing a cut because it makes you hold water. Right, right. So, like, and to some degree, like, it's an old school way of, like, it's not supposed to look or taste good. It's just calories in, calories yeah, out. I mean, at, at that point, it is an eating disorder, though. No, right. And that's what I'm saying, though, yeah, is like we've advanced. I mean, like, there's, like, those guys were in back in their day and in Arnold's day, it was like, but like we know more shit now, and like right. you don't like you just need to limit water intake. I mean, I only know this from like reading about weight cutting for fighters, but it's like right, those guys, right. like they have like the high level dudes, they have chefs, and they cook great food for them with salt. And it's like, yeah, you just limit water intake at while you're cutting, which is what you're supposed to do, so your body doesn't have anything to hold on to. It sucks because you're not drinking water and you get dehydrated, but like it, bodybuilders and fighters both have to limit. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. back in yeah. like. But those guys on the fitness influencer guys, that's like, uh, you know, they, they share that, you know, that Ronnie Cole or no, I think it was Rich Piana that was like, everybody's like rice, broccoli, chicken doesn't taste good. It's not supposed to fucking taste good. You do it because you want to look good or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Um, like that mentality, I feel like leads a lot of guys to having, yeah, like a, a full blown eating, which is what it is. Like, it, yeah. it's not. Like, if you, I've, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not, maybe I'm projecting. But when I see a dude who's psychotically big, like in person or on the internet, I'm like, oh, that guy has big problems. And that's okay. I yeah, I mean, too. I like, mean, every, every, I, I think most, most people have some degree of what could possibly be called bias morphia. I think everybody yeah, right, has, right. I think everybody has it in their brain. It's just, with some people, it's a lot harder to fight that. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, like no, I've, I've known, I think every guy I know who's in the gym a lot has at least some degree of it. But I've also, I've met people before where I was like, oh, this is like uniquely bad in your situation. Yeah. Like for me, like I spent, like on vacation, I let it all hang out. I fucking drank, 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 ate, 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 drank, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, now nah. I'm like, all right, I'll work it off, whatever the fuck. But like I've known guys been friends with dudes that are like we're out somewhere and you know we're like hanging with the boys you know and they're like they don't even have like anything coming up it's not like a fight or like a like a bodybuilding thing or whatever they're like yeah you know it's just uh vodka and water for me i'm gonna have one i hate the way it tastes but you know i'm like hey man let's go let's go chat i'm gonna give you a hug i love you and these are guys that are like shredded year-round or whatever the fuck and i'm like hey brother you know what I mean? I, I never know. I feel like, and I, this is this is my, I don't mean for this to sound like uh, 
sort of looking for like inconsiderate, but I feel like there's more of a market for women to talk openly about that stuff. Men, like it's weird. Yeah, with men, it's if, like making excuses, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's like it, excuses, but also like to approach a friend and be like, "Hey, dude, I think you might have like an eating disorder." Oh yeah. Or like, no, I get what you mean. Like that, like 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 a buddy. You know what I mean? Like for women, mm-hmm. it's like you can write like big long articles about it and shit, and then it's like a thing that's good. Like they get that out. It's cathartic. <laughs> they make documentaries. It's 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 awareness. But then, like, I feel like for guys, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, I work out three hours a day and I'm counting macros and protein. It's like, oh, dude, you're getting your life together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're really you're you're fucking you're turning the game up. I see you. Nice six pack, man. How much have you had to eat today? I had a glass of water and I had um, exactly point six, two ounces of chicken and I had exactly a quarter cup of rice. And that's basically me all day. And you're like, God damn, man, you're really getting after it. Where it's like, in your head, you're like, that's bad. You know what I mean? Right, I don't know. Right. I, 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 I could be projecting, but it's, it's, it's like I. And again, yeah, like I mean, I, I mean, for some people, it's healthy to have a routine, but I think, uh, you know, it depends on how. Um, when it when it's something like I don't know, like. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like whenever I, think I, I, I. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I mean, you're good. You're good. Uh, I think I think also like some people are have more addictive brains. You know what I mean? Where whatever they do, yeah. they get so into it that it consumes them. You know, like I know a lot of people who have struggled with alcohol or drug problems who get really into fitness. And yeah, they get yes, so yes. into it that it becomes almost a destructive thing. But it's like. Well, you don't want to tell them to go back to drinking or whatever. Right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's like something super common that I've known with people who've gotten sober is it's like they get into a really expensive, weird hobby, A, which is like they get into cars or like woodworking or like making model trains or they like they spend six hours a day at the gym and they start like counting every single thing that they eat. And it's like, yeah, you don't want to tell the B side like, hey, man, you look great, dude. You definitely look better, and I'm sure you feel better than when you were drinking 20 beers a day and a bottle of vodka and then pills and stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's like, no, I gotta fucking, I'm up at the gym every day. Too. Also, there's a whole world, like a whole, the, the masculine motivational speaking world of like, you gotta wake up at four in the morning and get after it, fucking pussy. And it's like, ah, no, I'm so good. I'm sorry the army turned you into a fucking psycho. Like, I'm sorry that you... Uh, got turned into sort of a, a, a machine by the state. I don't need to do that. If you need to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and dunk your whole body in ice water and then run 10 miles and then fucking squat to failure just to get your shit going, I'm super fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I For me, it's a cup of coffee, you know, some stretching, and, you know, I go hit the bag, and then that that's that's me. You know, I don't need to be doing... All that shit. Shout out to fucking David Goggins or whatever his fucking name is. I'm, he's got money. He wrote a book called, like, fucking Get Up Off Your Ass, Loser. And I guess it's good for him and his family or whatever. But, uh, oh, dude, uh, I don't, speaking of him, I'm just, I'm just rambling. Have you ever seen that Instagram live video of him? He's doing handstand push ups in just some empty room of his house. And he's no. like, 30, have you seen this one? He's no. like, he goes, 38, 39, 40. 41, we're hitting 100 a day, and people are, like, liking and commenting. It's like, who's going to carry the fucking boats? Who's going to carry them? Who's going to fucking do you know, all, you know, all this shit or whatever, stick? And I guess it was a woman's voice. You hear the door open, 
and I'm assuming it's his wife. I don't fucking know. But she's like, uh, dinner, din- dinner's ready. You know, we're all about to be downstairs. And I could hear, like, you could hear people talking. So I don't know if it was his family or they were at, like, an event hosted at their house. He's like, I got 60 more and I ain't stopping. We ain't stopping, right? Like, he's talking to his Instagram live people and she's like, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that dinner's ready. And he's like, all right, then. 51. 50. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, it's so, it's so awesome to be so dedicated to your brand and, and then also to psychotically to fitness that like a loved one, I don't know who it was, but a loved one in your life is like, hey, we're going to host dinner tonight. You know that? And you're like, yeah, Give, let me, I need to deadlift 900 pounds <laughs> before I can go downstairs and talk to people. It's like, it's whatever, it's what you're talking about where it's like, yeah, it's good to be healthy. It's like good to exercise, but it definitely, I think for people with an addictive brain, like I have it, not to that degree, but like. I have in the past like worked out way too much. Like it mm-hmm. just you know, like I I have the thing where like I I get really hyper obsessive and I, you know, um and when I like wasn't drinking for that stretch, that's kind of where I was cuz it's the only thing that would give me like any sort of dopamine. Like it genuine. Like I can look at my phone and like you can post, "Damn, I got my nut stuck in the panini press." And then like 100 people like it and you're like, "All right, well that's good for the day." But then there's the kind you get from working out that's, like, better or whatever the fuck. Um, but, man, nothing is good. <laughs> just like an, just doing, like, an anti-sobriety podcast where you're like, hey, all that shit's great, but nothing is good as exactly six beers. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, nothing, like I'm, nothing is as good. I swear to God. The four to seven beer window, if I could just live there. Because eight, you're causing, you're not necessarily causing problems. But you're not you're not at your best. Three is like ah, okay, it's a good day. I'm having a good day, but I still got some shit on my mind. The four to seven beer window is like oof. if they could put that in a pill. This is Xanax. <laughs> but if they could like if that it didn't ruin my life. Oh man, mm-hmm. the doctor, scientist, yeah. John. Gl- if, you, if you can feel like that when you meditated, God. yeah, <laughs> dude, I love. When when I have a uh, I had a friend we're still friends or whatever he like he got sober and he was like dude like he got really into the yogi like like mindfulness stuff and he's like dude transcendental meditation like really helped me and I was like man I don't I can't speak for every person with an addictive personality who's struggled with drugs and alcohol my brain is like ah! all fucking day the moment I wake up the moment I wake up it's like and then I go to sleep. So I have to slow it down somehow, and lately it's been v- vigorous, exhausting exercise, and then I read, and then that's it. But if I'm, if I'm fucking the game up, it's four to seven beers, three to four times a day, or I'm oh, sorry, a day a week, and uh, damn. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn, he's just yeah, killing yeah, himself, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. But it, it's like, I don't, we've talked about it before, it's like the guy that's like, that guy... You hear guys talk about it, like, if you've been to meetings or, like, you've known people that get sober and they're like, bro, I went up Pikes Peak. as way better than heroin. I used to fucking shoot black tar, baby, and now I climb a mountain and it's the same. It's not It's not the same. Listen. Not at all. No. It's, it's, it's great. It's great to feel good about yourself. It's great to be sober. It, it makes your life way easier to manage. That's true. What's also true is four to seven beers feels awesome. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know like how it. else to put it. I'm not saying go out and do pills. I'm not saying fucking go out and snort coke or fucking do heroin or whatever. I am saying that there's something medical that happens in a man's brain when he has four to seven mid ABV beers. You can't have four to seven triple IPAs because then you're having 15 beers, which is bad. Four to seven Budweisers is just on a hot summer day. Get the fuck out of here. There's no amount of marathon running or swimming in the ocean or climbing a mountain that even fucking comes close. It's just my mouth's watering thinking about it. And I'm not Mm -hmm. drinking right now. I drank too much on vacation. I'm back on the wagon. We're living living pure. But I'm thinking about it. I'm like, God, you know, it's just. Yeah. Imagine talking to your son. He's like 16 and he's like, Dad, I drank at a party. And I don't know, you know, I, I don't feel good this morning. And, you know, and you're like, yeah, you know, advice I would give you is if you could just have four to six every day <laughs> for the rest of your life and never more, nothing bad will ever happen to you. <laughs> like, nothing bad. Will ha- if you start having ten a day, then me and you need to have a talk. And you can have less than four. That's great. But at anywhere four to six? Four to seven, maybe? Doc, you know? Doctors recommend 30 to 40 beers a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> generally, for, for the sake of your liver, it helps. Yeah. Helps yeah, it be stronger. Stre- it strengthens it. You know, iron sharpens iron. So, in, in typically, my iron, Budweiser, Jim Beam. You know, some people's iron, the rowing machine, 50 miles a, a week. It's that's You know, our family's a little different. We were kind of bred for this. It's legitimately in our genetic DNA or in our code to kind of live this way, you know. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. Um, and I would never encourage alcoholism on anybody. No, you know? it's, a, it's, it's the worst thing you could do. It should be, <laughs> alcoholics should be in prison. But, yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, that means that you are sober and you have your life together. Uh, That's right. And I'm super proud of you guys for cleaning your act up these last few months because it's been a hard few months. It's hot everywhere. There ain't no place safe. It's the hottest June on record, and that means that, you know, your body's saying, it's, I want to sit It's by so the hot this June that it's July. It's that, goddamn, you're right. It is. Fuck, man. I, That's how hot anyway. the June is. Sometimes <laughs> it's so hot it just skips a month. You, for, you forget how, what fucking month it is. If you're out there and you're sweating your dick off, uh, I got a great idea to cool yourself off. You want to go over to patreon.com slash Bendeo time, and you're going to want to toss us five bucks a month. We had a solid solid number of subs last month, and a solid number of those guys didn't resubscribe, which, hey, when you when you throw out a big net, uh, sometimes some of the fish stay in the net, and sometimes you got to throw them back. It's not your fish. But if you're one of the fish that stayed, tell your friends. I could always use more fish. Me and Thomas could use more fish. We love um, fish. I love fishing, and I love my friends. And you guys are all my friends if you pay for the show. If you listen to the free ones, we're an acquaintance. You're yeah. an acquaintance of mine, you know, like. We're on a last I, name basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you call him White. You call me Rhodes. It's just, you know, hey, what's up, White? You know, what's, what's yeah, cracking? Love Whitey? the ring of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to, if you got a little bit extra cheese, you know, if you got a summer internship or you're working – construction site with your dad and you got a little bit extra cheddar throw 10 bucks a month you get access to a whole backlog of video episodes plus the bonus episodes plus discord access uh and if you got it like a big dick dog and you're wanting to fuck around with some money you can throw us 50 bucks a month you don't get anything extra you just get to be among an elite group of guys one dude uh ding chavez fan and then uh the cum boys 
who just out of the kindness of their heart have been giving us 50 bucks a month basically since the beginning of this thing so thanks for that um and uh yeah i think that's it we'll be back next yeah. week with more fun uh, and uh, more laughs bye bye <laughs>